Hey, Luke, have you been looking for a new Daily Fantasy Sports app? You know, I have really been jonesing for one. I got the perfect one for you, Thrive Fantasy. Thrive Fantasy is a new DFS app for prop bets. They have streamlined the drafting process and eliminated the need to do unnecessary hours of research by using only top-tier athletes. Instead of the traditional salary cap format, you build your lineup around a list of prop bets. For each contest, you need to choose 10 of the 20 prop bets plus two ice picks that protect you from any late scratches or postponed games. Each unique prop has an over and under point value assigned to it, and you will be rewarded that point value if that prop is correct. For example, your man, Mookie Betts, will he have over or under one and a half RBIs? The less likely the prop is to occur, the more points the choice will be worth, and you build your team score around the amount of correct props you select. Got that? I got it. All right, so go check out Thrive Fantasy. If you use the promo code, Bring in the heat, or bring the heat, B-R-I-N-G-T-H-E-H-E-A-T. When you sign up, they will match your first deposit of up to $10. So you deposit $10, you have $20 to play with now. Go check it out. I know that we've already had some people reach out to us about their success. They've won some of their latest, uh, I would say, bets. So go check it out. That's Thrive Fantasy, one of the best and newest Uh, daily fantasy sports apps out there here we go gentlemen welcome back to bringing the heat podcast episode 41 it is april what 18th yeah today's the 18th 2019 and it's your host zach with the other host luke how you doing we also have another co-host my doggo good old tiki yeah so if you hear anything in the background just ignore it probably not barking (laughs) but just uh rummaging around so uh we welcome tiki her first podcast uh, so before we get into any content, we have uh, an issue that we need to address. We have um, a disgruntled listener. Yeah, we have a disgruntled listener, and I would say it's for good reason. You know, we mentioned to you guys we were going to do the Fat Man Combine. We are still doing it. It just so happened that the day we planned on doing it, things came up. We didn't have anyone to record or anything. And, and this it's just, weekend it's raining. Yeah, this weekend there's rain on top of the holiday. So it just... You know, things come up. Um, obviously, we don't do this for a living. This isn't our full-time job, so it's really hard to to find time to do this on top of working and everything else. So, unfortunately, we haven't gotten to it yet, but it will happen. So, we had a disgruntled uh, listener, and we're, we're sorry, but to make it up to you, we're going to play your voicemail that you left us. So, here you go. Uh, yeah, hello? Uh... I'm calling the Bring in the Heat podcast in regards to the uh, Fat Man Combine. Um, you guys said you were going to do it, and I haven't seen any results. I was just wondering when you fat bastards was going to get around to that. 
Thank you. So, to... <laughs> <laughs> You uh, fat bastards. <laughs> uh, no, we did not call ourselves. Yeah, no, that wasn't us. Um, it just, that that made my day when I heard that voicemail. Again, we have no idea who that is, but <laughs> <laughs> it was absolutely hysterical. And to that listener, it will happen. You will see your results on uh, YouTube, I promise. When, I don't know, we will give you an update when that happens, but... Uh, that that made my day. So, Tiki, thanks for the kiss. Um, so, just moving on to content now. There, we'll, We will tell you this. There is no UFC news. I mean, we both, Luke and I both looked up UFC stuff and nothing. Absolutely nothing. And, and the card this weekend, you know, I think it's in Russia or something like that. It's pretty ass. Well, and, and what happens is whenever they go to, like, another country for a fight, yeah. they stack that card with fighters from that country so it is very you know not that it's just it's tough because you don't know a lot of those fighters um so i think it's at in russia i'm not 100 percent sure uh but the only fighter on that card that i know is is overeem yeah that's about it i know the uh the olenic guy but that's only because he got 51 wins and i was going over like the records not too long ago i was like holy shit yeah but other than that, like, I don't really know many of the people on the card. I might watch it. It really depends what I'm doing on Saturday. But, yeah, but most of It's the time, at 1 o'clock, too. Yeah, most of the time when they do the overseas ones, it's very early or really late. Yeah. So this one, I think the the undercard starts at, like, the prelims start at, like, 11 or 10. I'm not watching it. And then I'll forget. I'll just forget. Like, because yeah. normally UFC to me is is a Saturday night. Yeah, uh, and it's this is a Saturday afternoon, so unless I'm doing absolutely nothing, which bets are I'm probably doing something, <laughs> um, I probably won't watch it then. I will be dog sitting all weekend, so like you are now. Yeah, is it dog sitting though when it's your own dog? No, <laughs> but I'm watching my my dogs at my parents' house, so that's dog sitting. Oh yeah, that's right. Your parents are going to see uh, brother Bob. Brother Bob. Uh, So, moving on, though, to to the news we do have. Um, So, the 2019 NFL schedule was released. Um, So, there's big feature games going on. So, you got the Bears-Packers in Week 1, Giants-Jets in Week 10, Bears-Rams and Browns-Steelers in Week 11, and then Bears-Giants, which is special to us, in Week 12. And I think that's in Chicago this year. Because what in the hell? <laughs> she didn't realize that stool was there. Um, <laughs> Get over here. Uh, but and then we got the Steelers and Jets in Week 16. So I will say I looked at the Bears schedule, and the Bears schedule I think is pretty tough. I mean they play the Chiefs, they play the Rams, they play. Uh, let me look it up. I I just I just looked at it not too long ago, but I know the Rams are on there. I know the Chiefs are on there. Um, let's see. I'm going on their Instagram page quick to check it out here. Obviously, they play the Packers twice. That's, I mean, even though the Packers might not be great, they're still, they always give the Bears a run for their money. Denver is eh, but they play the Saints as well. They play the Chargers. They play the Eagles. Um, and they play Dallas. So, out of those teams, I mean, the Saints made the playoffs. That's a big game, too. The Chargers made the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Eagles made the playoffs. Rams made the playoffs. 
and the Chiefs made the playoffs, and the Cowboys made the playoffs. So the Bears got a pretty tough schedule they next do. year. Yeah. And it sucks because the Patriots go out and have the easiest schedule again. Um, what do you expect? I mean, they do. They play in a bad division as well. Yeah. But, um, so, sucks, but we'll see what happens. But there are big games going on. Uh, and there's a lot of international games. Yeah, there is this year. And there's a new uh, stadium as well, really? I think, for overseas as well. Huh. So, um, uh, yeah, I think this is the first year that they're playing in uh, Tottenham. Yeah, there's it's a new yeah it's a new stadium. So uh, the Bears and Raiders are in London, the Bengals and Rams are in London, Panthers and Bucks are in London, Texans and Jags are in London. So I that, feel like the Texans and Jags are always in London. Well, the Jags <laughs> always every year are in London. I think that has to do with Shad Khan. I think he's is talked about. No, but he's talked about wanting to have an NFL franchise over there. Mm. So there were people that honestly thought that Jacksonville could move to London. I I feel like if they do that, it's not going to do well because what fan is going to wake up at 9 o'clock in the morning on a Sunday just to watch their team? Well, the thing that bothers me... The thing that bothers me is... What is she chewing on? (laughs) She's got... (laughs) Fucking thing. <laughs> she's she's chewing on uh my my son's toys. What is this? Oh fuck. It's I'm fine. Sorry. Just throw it on the table. Stop being a little bitch. Um, so <laughs> <laughs> the only thing I don't like about the London games are the fans that wear like there's like every NFL jersey in the stadium. Yeah, like that's annoying. But that's all like the English people. That's why. Well, if the thing Oi! is. It's very fit of bloody Jaguars today. <laughs> I mean, I guess if they had their own team, it wouldn't. Then the, the stadium yeah. would be filled. Yeah. I think, but the, the thing is, though, they say the fans overseas are hardcore when it comes to liking sports. Like, you see how they are with soccer. Imagine Crazy. they had a football team, a, American football team. True. Very I mean, true. maybe it would be good. I mean, I don't know. I, the stadium gets packed there yeah. whenever they go over there and play. But. I wonder those how much, stadiums are huge. I wonder how much the tickets are over there. Uh, five pounds or something like that. I, I <laughs> no, know that was euros. No, they use pounds. It's not euros. No, euros is like elsewhere. Oh, um, yeah. Those so Brits like to do shit differently. We actually have some British listeners. Really, I believe so. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> Good night, Mike. <laughs> That's definitely Australian, though. Uh, Probably just lost those listeners. <laughs> Uh, and then they, we got two or one Mexico game in the Chiefs and Chargers, uh, which will, I think that'll be a good game. Weren't the Chargers Raiders the Mexico game last year, but it got moved? Yeah, they got moved because the conditions from the field were messed yeah. up. Um, so, did you see the Gronk thing? I did. He dented the Super Bowl trophy after using it at a ba- as a baseball bat. <laughs> Gronk needs to have either his own TV show. Or his own YouTube channel. He did it at Fenway Park. It was the home opener he did it with. I mean, he is the funniest, like, he, most yeah. outgoing guy. Like, he's always entertaining. I want to live a day in Gronk's shoes. Like, he's just out there. He's so I think, just a bro. Yeah. Like, he's he would be awesome to have a YouTube channel or something like that. Like, I think that he would... What do you think he does in a normal day? Uh, Outside of chugging protein shakes. Well, I think his days are going to be a little different now compared to as a player. Yeah. Because now he's not forced to train and everything. He's going to be a little bit more open. But I don't know. He pre- he comes off as a guy that now is going to wake up at 1 in the in the afternoon. I don't know what she's doing. 
it. <laughs> she's just walking around. I just hope she's. I just don't want her to eat anything. That no, she won't. She's messed but, up. But uh, he comes across as a guy that gets up at like one in the afternoon, starts drinking the second he gets up, like uses beer as his mouthwash, and then like that's my kind of guy though. <laughs> I don't know, like, he just seems like that guy. Like, he's 30 years old, and it seems like he he's has... He's only 30? He's 29. He's not even 30 yet. Really? Yeah. Wow. But he's, like, a guy that just seems like he never left college. That's awesome. <laughs> I want to hang but out with Gronk. He's going to be... Well, let me tell you this. When he has kids, he's going to be a cool dad. He's either going to be a cool dad or a bad dad. Well, he could be a little bit of both. Like, sometimes the kids think that the dad's cool because they're not, like, a good dad. That's true. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So we'll see what happens, but yeah, Gronk uh, dents the Super Bowl trophy. <laughs> do you think they get it fixed, or can you get it fixed? It's just a hunk of metal. Yeah, what are you gonna do? Get the the suction thing for car dents? I don't know. They can trade in the other ones and get a new one. That's true. They got enough. Yeah. Um, so your boy Saquon defends Eli. He again. So this isn't the first time he's come out and defended no. Eli. Yeah. I will say it kind of it's kind of suck kind of being. So Saquon's like that star now that Odell's gone. He's got to answer all these questions over and over again. And he handles himself very well in interviews and in anything media related. Yeah, I agree. It's just it's got to get old after a while. Like yeah. hearing the same thing. Like you've already come out, made your statement. You defend and support your quarterback. Team play or the media just gotta let it go. They just like they're sticking with they're sticking with Eli. Yeah, and those people that I I understand that Giants fans want something new. All right, that's only because their record's bad. Yes, but if you are a true football fan, you would look at the numbers and know it's not all him. And as we've said before, so you know it's kind of like. I understand, like, when things get stale, you want something new. And I get that, but it's honestly, if the Giants go out and draft a quarterback, which I still think they should, it's good to not throw. We just got shit fl- flying all over the place in here. Um, <laughs> I don't even know what called no, that. No, that was just, it was leaning on something. Um, <laughs> but it's good to have a quarterback sit behind a veteran guy. Yeah. At least for a year. And... I think this is going to be... I really think all the quarterbacks, other than Kyler Murray, are going to drop. I don't think many are going to go in the top ten. I think one's going to go in the top ten. Yeah, I mean, they've already had Haskins falling. Um, Drew Locke, I think, is that next... I think... I don't know. If I had to pick my top three, it'd be Murray, it'd be Locke, and it'd be Daniel Jones. Locke's probably going at ten. I like Daniel Jones a lot. But, you know, we've talked about it. The tall quarterbacks, they just don't make it. <laughs> Speaking of tall quarterbacks, there's a guy, Tyree Jackson from Buffalo. He's 6'7". Yo, he had the – he's in the draft, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they they think that he could be like a fourth-round guy, but they think that he has like crazy upside because his arm strength is nasty. Yeah, it's crazy. Uh, I forget who it was at the Combine. Uh, I forget what receiver it was. An old guy. like a, Not old, old, but like a, a veteran, old, retired receiver. Steve Smith. That's who it was, yeah. And he yelled at, at the kid because he said, you're trying to kill these receivers. You need to throw them. Like He's trying. Easier no, pass. he's doing his job, bro. He's showing off his skill set. Yeah, and apparently he's fast, and like he's built. He he's a huge. A 4.59 is 6.7. Yeah. He weighs 260 pounds. If I'm a team and he's there in, like, the fourth round, you take him. 
I can see him good just get based, one of the Patriots. Bro. Just based off off like size and and, yeah. and potential. Like maybe he does suck, but what the worst thing he could turn out to be is Paxton Lynch. Yeah, exactly. Or hey, if it doesn't work out, maybe he's athletic enough to switch positions. We saw it with Logan Thomas. Logan Thomas was a quarterback. He's and a tight end now. He's done okay at tight end. Yeah. I mean, I'm not gonna say he's a Pro Bowl tight end, but no. he's serviceable. Yeah. Um. He's so like, like, yeah, he's a, you know a dump dump and dive guy. Uh, and just to go back, so we kind of got off track here, but just to go back to what Eli ha- or uh, what Saquon had said, he said he just wanted to put it out there that we lost games as a team. We lost games. We lost seven games by seven points or less. Dude, if you lose seven point or sorry, if you lose games that are like by seven or less, that's one possession. Mm-hmm. I think that falls more on the defense than anything. Yeah, I I agree. And so I again, I don't want to get off topic, but we uh, in the one podcast I did by myself when you were still recovering from your WrestleMania hangover. Um, and boy, what a hangover that was. Did you did you see the, the rules that the XFL are implementing for overtime and for um, after they score? Um, I saw something like for overtime, uh, they're going to have two teams on the field at the same time? So, so like what it's going to do is, so in overtime, Team A's offense is going to be on one side of the field against Team B's defense. And then Team B's offense is going to be on the other side of the field with Team A's uh, defense. Yeah. And then they're going to basically, like, each team has an opportunity to convert a two-point conversion to win the game. That's pretty cool, actually. So I like that. That's pretty cool. And then they have a, I think it's a two-yard uh, two-point conversion, a five-yard three-point con- No, no, sorry. A two-yard one-point conversion a five-yard, two-point conversion, and then a 10-yard, three-point conversion. So, like, if you you have a potential for nine points on a possession. Can you for kick touchdown. the field goal? No, there's no field goal. There's no extra point. I think there, there's field goals, but there's no extra point. Really? Yeah. That's really cool. Yeah. Well, the AAF didn't have extra points either. You always had to go for two. So... Yeah. Yeah, I like that. I think it's different. I think it's pretty cool. It'll, it'll. They said that the, their goal is to even with overtime stay under three hours because they say that overtime should take no more than five minutes. I agree. Yeah. Because I both agree. teams are already on the field. Yeah. They're on opposite ends, and it's going to be boom, 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 and whoever gets the two point conversion wins. Unless it's like the Super Bowl or a playoff game or like a one and done game that either names a champion or somebody that's moving on. I agree that there should be only one overtime. That's why I'm okay with the ties. That's fine to me. Yeah, especially regular season. Obviously, yeah. if it's a meaningful game, then what is it? It's not going to do anything to your win percentage. Mm-hmm. You know, so there's no, there's no win or loss. There's no need to have a five hour football game. I agree. Do you think that there's ever a chance that NFL adopts one of these rules that we've no. seen? Like, because I as as much as the AAF has su- suffered, and you know the XFL is coming out with these new rules. Like, they've implemented some really cool things that I think would make the game... I mean, the NFL is already the, the most watched sport, but I think it would make it even more appealing. Like, it makes it more exciting. And and especially now with, with how bad kickers are. Yeah, I think I it would change the change game a bit. Anything, really. I don't know. Maybe yeah. they adopt it, maybe they don't. I mean, the NFL seems to me like if it's a broke, don't fix it league. You yeah. Know? So, it's, like... yeah. I mean, I don't see them adopting it either, but I think it'd be pretty cool. It would be. I mean, uh, just th- a couple changes. The only thing they keep changing is like the pass interference rule or like helmet the helmet contact stuff like that. Or how far the extra point is, or yeah. how, where you're kicking off from. Like, 
I agree. But I hate that they move the kickoff so far back. If it's that far back and you're just going to have nothing but touchbacks, just get rid of it in general, you know? <laughs> I miss kick returns. Hey, as a Bears fan, Devin Hester really helped us into the, yeah. uh, you know, throughout as his career. As a Chiefs fan, bro. Oh, shut up. Dante Hall, bro. Luke <laughs> has been saying Dante <laughs> Hall is a better return man than Devin Hester forever. That's been an, our argument, and it's not even a close argument. Bro, Brian Mitchell is better than both. Yeah, right. Not even close. Brian Mitchell was the king of the NFC East, by the way. Yeah. And and uh, Devin Hester was the king of the NFL when it no, came to kickoffs. No, Bro, he wasn't. It's not even... Honestly, the, the best return man right now is Cordero Patterson. And he's on the Bears now. You're just saying that because he's on the Bears. No, I'm not. I'm saying that because it's the truth. Uh, and then speaking of the AAF... Uh, they filed for bankruptcy. They owe over $9 million. I thought it was billions. I thought no, I saw. No, no. Oh, I thought you said told me billions before. Yeah, but we kind Dude, of... Dude, that guy screwed him over big time. The the second owner. The, yeah. the guy that took... Yeah, without a doubt. But I think that... It's weird. Like there's, So there's no way he can face any legal repercussions because he basically bought that league just to have their sports betting app. Yeah. That's it. That's the only reason he bought it. So there's like... I mean... If they can prove that, is there any way he could face any, like, get in any trouble? I don't know. Because he was basically like, all right, I got what I wanted. Like, whatever happens is the league, screw I'm it. I'm going to have to call one of my lawyer friends. We don't have any of those. I do. Oh, you do? Yeah. Oh, okay, because I don't have any any lawyer <laughs> friends. <laughs> I have a lawyer friend, yes. Um, I haven't talked to her in a while, but I'm going to have to see. Yeah, because that's interesting to me, honestly. Oh, and by the way, I want this podcast to get big enough so, like, we can just choose to go to a Yankee game whenever we want. Why is it just the Yankee games? Well, like, no. Like, but what I'm saying is, like, yesterday we could have went to the Boston Sox or Boston Yankees game. Just randomly, like, take whatever we're making and boom, go. Yeah, yeah. That'd be pretty, pretty cool. cool. That's what uh, Drop of a hat. Josie McFly does. He's a he's the guy that got famous from the... Joez McFly. Oh, from the Devers home run. Yeah. <laughs> That's the thing about Devers. He's only going to be remembered for that. After that, he hasn't done anything. Dude, he's... He's bad. He's... I watched him play the field. Oh, what Merrifield! Oh, man. We're watching the Yankees game live, and... and oh! Is Herman still pitching? No. Jonathan uh, Holder's in. That was a double, bro. Oh, my God. The they Yankees were... are getting waxed by the Royals, who are bad. That was a ground rule double. It would have been a triple. See, these are the series that the Yankees have to... You have to go in, and you have to sweep. Like, the Sox... Even, the Sox could be horrible, and they're still, it's still going to be a tough game because it's Sox-Yankees. Like, you know, I don't know. Bro, it, they swept rivalry. the Red Sox and had a party with a fog machine and a strobe light, and then they go out and drop a deuce against the Royals. Yeah, I'm cool with the strobe light thing, but at least... The last like, time they celebrated after beating the Sox, it was in Fenway. Oh, God. Look here how that we go, turned here out. Here we go. Look how that turned out. <laughs> Start spreading the news that you guys lost again. Oh, jeez. Um, <laughs> so, Demarius Thomas, I was a little surprised by this. I saw that he was meeting with the Patriots, Yeah, but there's a good chance he doesn't come back next year because There's a good of, chance he's in jail. Well, that too. Um, but... So he signs a one-year, $6 million contract with the Patriots, um, basically has insurance for Josh Gordon. I almost lost what I was saying there. Uh, there's a chance he goes to jail. There's a chance he doesn't play because he's re- he's recovering from an Achilles injury. But and we there's s- a chance he gets cut. Well, we see the Patriots do this all the time, though. Yeah. They always pick up 
receivers that are on the tail end thinking that they can get something. Like, they did it with Chad Johnson. Um, honestly, when they first got Randy Moss, no one really knew because Randy Moss, prior to that, had struggled in other places he was at. Plus, he was suspended, too. Yeah. Yeah. So, there was another one, too, uh, that, that they took a flyer on. Um, uh, when they brought back Deion Branch, everybody thought he was done. Branch, yep. Um, uh, th- I know there's more. It was Ocho Senko. <laughs> what the frig? She, our neighbor. So I live in a, just to, just to tell y'all, I live in a... Duplex. Well, no. It, it, well, it's a, like a townhome type yeah. thing. I guess you can call it a duplex or whatever. And the walls in this place are so thin. And our neighbor screams and throws <clears throat> stuff at her husband oh, all the time. Well, I got a story as well. Might I mean, might as well, right? So, I was walking Tiki one day. I mean, ironic, she's here. And it was at like 9 o'clock at night, right? So, I'm walking her. And then we're on like the street that's next to where we live. And all of a sudden, I hear that same noise we just heard. The, right? <laughs> oh, and God. Then, and I'm looking all over. I'm looking all over. And I look up in the window. The light's on. Chick's head's out the window. Just, <laughs> just getting wailed on. Railed, bro. <laughs> Head out the window. Yeah. And I turn around. I look like a peeping Tom. Some just, oh, shit. We made eye contact, bro. <laughs> we made eye contact. Oh, my goodness. It was goodness. so bad, man. Oh, bro. That's interesting. Uh, yeah. Head out the window, huh? Yeah. Man, yeah. it must have been steamy in there. I guess. That's, that's kind of reminds me of that scene from the campaign with uh, Will Ferrell. Yeah. <laughs> He's doing Zach Galifianakis's wife <laughs> in the refrigerator. <laughs> oh, man. oh, that movie, the greatest part is still the dinner table scene. That's still the best. <laughs> the goat. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh he God. He didn't touch the old lady's titty. <laughs> oh, man. I shave. No, he's like, he said something about shaving and. and yeah, he shaved the goat so he could put the fur on his balls. <laughs> yeah, and then he's like, I sit in the stairwell at school and take pictures of girls' skirts. I have a whole book full of cooter <laughs> shots. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. That oh. is that is a legendary movie. Uh, I love that movie. Yeah, without a doubt. Um, it's amazing how we went from Demarius Thomas to the... To the campaign. Yeah, we're just floating <laughs> around, man. Oh, God, that's so funny. Um, so... Uh, this is pretty funny too. So, what just happened? Who get uh, fly um, out and uh, tag run five one? Billy Hamilton scored. Oh God. Um, Fitz Fitz Magic ate a little bit too much birthday cake. Um, he has like six kids. <laughs> he's got seven. Jeez. Yeah, but Philip Rivers is like that's nine. light. That's light work. Yeah, he's got nine. <laughs> Before you know it, those two are both going to have enough people to field an offense and a defense. They're going to start scrimmaging each other. That's <laughs> the Fitzpatrick's versus the Rivers. <laughs> that's like a oh my God. like a Christmas football game. Yeah, dude. He said he gains. He showed up to camp way out of shape. I think he said he was like thirty pounds overweight just from eating cake for his kids' <laughs> he's birthdays. Like, he said that like right after football season, there's so many birthdays between I guess three of his kids were born all in the same month. That's insane. <laughs> yeah, that's that's nuts. Uh that's a lot of birthday gifts, not that not that the money matters. And a, and a lot of cake. Yeah. Uh just imagine a tur- turkey day. Rivers versus Fitzpatrick family. I'm down to watch it. They should televise that. They should. Uh, yeah, that'd be pretty funny. Oh my god, he's got Rivers is at like nine kids, so Fitz uh, Magic's got With like his two tenth more. With on the way? No, I don't think so. 
I wouldn't be surprised. God, his poor wife. How many times can you go through that? I think she's just at the point where she just they just slide right out. <laughs> That's <laughs> just put butter on. <laughs> that is just that is absurd. I I have one and one on the way, and it's like I mean I can handle that, but my God, you got ten. I've watched Cheaper by the Dozen, and that one scene where they're like they making set breakfast me on fire. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's that's a lot of freaking. That's just a lot of bodies in one area. Like, yeah, that's crazy. Oh man, that's a, that's a lot that's of college. That's a good movie, dude. That movie slept on. Yeah, the second one was pretty good too. I never saw the second one. Uh, I gotta watch that. You basically have to have a mansion to have that many children. Yeah, I mean, there's no way like that you could have anything other than a mansion. Even if you had two to a room with ten kids, that's still five bedrooms. At least, and then you have your wife and your and yours bedroom. So that's six bedrooms. Damn. At, at the minimum, and then you need at least three bathrooms, full bathrooms. I would say four. Yeah, I mean, all right, three full and like maybe two halves. Yeah, because it's, nothing's worse than when you got to take a dump and someone's in the bathroom. Like that is the worst feeling in the world. I hate it. I I told uh, my wife that when we buy a house. It's got to be, like, I'm cool with one and a half bathrooms, but mm-hmm. I need that extra half bathroom that, God forbid, if I'm about to leak out of my butthole. Bro, you that, need your own dumper. Yeah, yeah. I need to be able to hit a toilet stat, like, because there's just, <laughs> there's no. Now. <laughs> there's no stopping it once it starts coming out. Like, it's, no. so. I was Like, I every was, poo is an emergency. Yes. All the time. Yeah. Especially if, you, if you're a coffee drinker, you know. Like, once the coffee shits hit you, boom. Like I I didn't drink coffee for, like, two days. I had one today. Lights out. It was over. Yeah. If you're constipated, coffee is, is, that, it'll, it'll do it for you. Um, again, we just got way off topic, but I don't even care. That's pretty funny. (laughs) (laughs) Um, so this actually, this news came out at the end of our last podcast, so we weren't going to just add it in. We just added into this one. The Chargers, and thank God. The Chargers have finally announced that they are going to rock the powder blue uniforms as their primary home uniform. Thank God, because nothing looks dumber than a dark blue jersey with a white helmet. It's just yeah. stupid. Like I like the Breeze Chargers uniforms where they had the dark jersey, but they also had the dark helmet. Yeah. Yeah, I'm cool. Like And it, the white Thunderbolt. It's like, that uh, was cool. It's like the Titans. Mm-hmm. Like Their uniforms look stupid now because they got... They got the regular, like, their same jersey, and then they, they changed the helmet up. It's and I white think, now. Yeah, well, no, I, I, no, it's not white it's anymore. It's not white anymore? No, it's dark blue. What the fuck? It's weird. Like, it's really weird. Um, so, I don't know. I don't like that. They should have never left Houston. They should still be the Oilers. Dude, the Oilers stuff was tough. That was nice stuff. Yeah. I liked it. Um, it was basically their colors now. It was just a different, yeah, just uh, a different like logo and just a different like co- the color. The main colors were different. I think their main color was powder blue, like a it was light powder light blue, sky blue and like a uh, a light red. Yeah, almost pink. Yeah, those were dope. Warren Moon, Warren Moon, Earl Campbell. Yeah, maybe they'll go back. Well, no, they won't because they no. got the Texans. Um. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um. Yeah. Great transition. <laughs> Great transition. <laughs> oh, goodness. On to baseball. Yeah, you transition it then, dog. I, I just did. I know. I said on to baseball. So, K. Davis, not not 
Adderall Davis. Um, Black Chris Davis. Well, you gave me crap for saying that last time, so. I know, but that's like a, that's a bringing the heat special now. Like, that's yeah. how we refer to him now ever since you said that. Yeah. Today, What's one of the kids. With that? I, today, I actually announced to one of my, my players, I was like, Chris Davis just signed a contract. He's like, for what? Striking all the time? I said, no, not that Chris Davis. I said, black, <laughs> I said, black Chris Davis. It's like, <laughs> I don't know. It's not a racist thing. It's, no. It's true. It's not politically correct nowadays. Okay. The Oakland A's, Chris Davis. That's better, Zach. Um, Chris Davis, if you ever listen, we would love to have you on the podcast because I think your story is awesome. I don't know his story. I would like, like well, know. no, like I'm just saying, like he's basically the most slept-on, consistent player in baseball. Two forty-seven, four years in a row, with forty dingers at least. Yeah, like that's that's incredible. Like, and he's slept on. Like, no one really talks about him. No, and because he plays for the A's, and I mean the, the A's aren't even a bad team, no. but that's just the West Coast. The West Coast on the East Coast really gets no love. No. They really do. Because they play their games so late. Yeah. Like, I can't Every stay- game starts at 10.07. Yeah, I can't stay up. I'm in bed by 10.07. And why is it 10.07? Why isn't it 10 o'clock or 10.05 well, or 10.10? It's weird. Like, the Red Sox and Yankees games. 6.35. Yeah, what 630. the hell was that? What happened to the 7.05 start? It was always 7.05. And now- I think that's uh, like a beginning of the season thing. Well, today and tomorrow are 6.35. I'm like, what's going on? I think it is a beginning of the season thing because kids are still in school. <laughs> Maybe, yeah. Um, oh, did you also hear that? So I was listening to the the Philly radio today, and they the Eagles play four straight road games, mm-hmm. and it's because, uh, and I think a couple of them are prime time, because uh, they're banking on the NFL took the Phillies into consideration. And thinking the Phillies are going to make the playoffs and make a deep playoff push. So they took that into consideration. Really? And the Eagles fans aren't happy because four away games, that sucks. Bro, the Philly fan base is insane. Those people will find ways to get to both games. Oh, yeah, without a doubt. They're like the Deion Sanders of fans. Like, yeah. They will, yeah, they'll get to both. But, well, it's not hard to do. Like, if you... If the if the football games at or the baseball games at seven and your football games at well no that's away I was just gonna say they're away games. <laughs> <laughs> they're gonna start say, at seven. Both well, of them. no, I was gonna say that their their stadiums are right yeah. next to each other, but it doesn't matter because I'm saying that the Eagles are away. Yeah. So it wouldn't it wouldn't have mattered, but they could have a watch party or yeah. That's what the Xfinity dude. Center the Xfinity for. Center is wild. Never been. I've always it's wanted to go. Huge. Oh, it's like the size of a, an arena, right? It's yeah. It's ginormous, and it's just TVs all over and bars. Because in that one, center, it's like they, a it's like a thirty dollar entry fee though. Just because they get got in. that, they got Citizens Bank, they got uh, Lincoln Financial, right? The link, yep. Yeah, and then Wells Fargo. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're all right there. All honestly, banks. All banks. Honestly, it's weird. I, I'm a huge Yankee fan, as we all know, but if I had to choose a stadium to go to, Citizens Bank is awesome. The layout is awesome because you can park at the baseball stadium, you can park at the link, and where the link is, so you just walk right across the street. You're yeah, at, you're everything's at the, like right there. Yeah. Um, the link has crazy tailgate parties. Like, I have never seen, like, there's grills all over the place food all over the place there's games people drunk we got we start we got there at 10 a.m a game drank from 10 to 7 at night we had a whole so we brought my buddy's car we had the whole car lined in beer cans the whole thing we had two can jam uh the can jam cans filled to the top who drove 
Uh, we sobered up throughout the game. We didn't drink. <laughs> we didn't drink at all during the game. The game was at seven. It was at seven. We got you there at ten a.m. Yeah, and it was packed at ten o'clock. What? And it poured. Jesus. We were out there. Oh my god! It Is was that when so Ben was fun. surfing on the yeah, <laughs> dude. It it was so much fun. Like I, you can't tailgate at Yankee Stadium. No. Because you have to park in a parking garage, or, or people take the train or subway. Yeah. So it's it is another atmosphere. It's awesome. Like you want to talk about it. And Citizens Bank is beautiful. You want to talk about a tailgate? You uh, got to go to WrestleMania. Oh god, yeah. You got it, dude. These guys were fighting for championship belts. Did anybody go through? People were going through tables. People were jumping off of cars, going through tables. Someone said Bill's Mafia meets WrestleMania. Dude, it was insane. <laughs> How many title belt belts did you see? Like fans holding. Uh, at least 75. No like, joke. Like legit ones and that's or probably, like no, the, the real ones. ones? No, the real ones. Dude, those are expensive. They're very expensive. People drop the $200 I'm plus. trying to get one of those for fantasy football. I'm down. I'd get one. Yeah. No. But I'm a firm believer. Like, if you bring a belt to a wrestling event, you better be prepared to, like, to defend it. <laughs> From now so, on, I'm bringing in my money in the bank briefcase. and you I'm have cha- one? Oh, yeah, I got one. And I'm challenging everybody for a fucking belt, bro. So what do you have to do, though? What do you mean? It's like, when you challenge someone, like... Bro, you just grab somebody and be like, here, take my briefcase, open it up, ring the bell, I'm taking this belt right now, that's it. No, I'm but I'm saying, so what do you what do you do in your challenge? Are you, like, wrestle? Yeah, why not? What I'm else do you think, bro? I don't you, know. You start off with, a, you know, a couple fake punches. They should, put, they should put a ring outside the arena. People would die, I think. <laughs> If there was an actual <laughs> ring, I think people would die. Oh my god, that'd be awesome, dude! If they put like weapons underneath, you see people <laughs> taking out sledgehammers. <laughs> or the and, and what's funny is the fans don't know how to act, so no. they'll be out there with the trash can, like legit yeah. hitting people yeah. over the head. Like, oh my god, that'd be great. You know what I wish I still had? My trampoline, dude. I used to go oh. hardcore with my wrestling on there when I was a kid. Yeah. My parents got rid of it for insurance purposes. Makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Crazy kid. Oh, my sister fell off of it and broke her arm. Well then. <laughs> no, I want I've always wanted a trampoline too. I used to attempt to do flips and do wrestling moves and I was I was a boss doing backflips on a trampoline. Could never do the backflip. And I could never land on my feet on the front flip. I always sat down when I landed. I was a beast. Huh. Um we never even said what happened with Chris Davis, by the way. We never even got to it. Chris Davis, Oakland A's Chris Davis, signed a two year extension. To stay in Oakland for $33.5 million. And if you tuned in last time on Tuesday, we said he was going to be one of the top two free agents of this class. Now? No more. No more. Sad. But he did, he told everyone he didn't want to go anywhere. Like, yeah. this is where he wants to be. That's true. So he, he would have got more money than that, I think. I don't know, man. The he's market's o- he's really... older, but people would have given him a three. I could I could have seen him getting... 30. I could have seen him getting a three-year, $90 million deal. With who, though? Nobody wants to pay anybody. I could have seen him going to, like, Houston, being their DH. DH is, like, the only thing they're missing. Exactly. Yeah. And they somehow, like, I just feel like they got a lot of money. Dude, I would love to see Derek Fisher as their DH. Not the basketball Derek Fisher that obviously, Matt Blasey. Obviously. Um, the white Derek Fisher. He's fast. He has power. We gotta stop. This is not a black and white podcast, Luke. <laughs> he said the white. It do, it's difficult when they got the same name. I understand, dude. There's like 900 Chris Johnsons that we know. Yep. James Johnson is really popular. And unfortunately, you gotta, you know, 
Distinguish them by... You could just say Houston Astros, Derek By team. That's what I was going to say. You got to distinguish them by team, you racist. (laughs) My God. Oh, my God. Oh, goodness. And staying on the A's and the Astros. Oh, you you like that segue? (laughs) Boom. How you doing? The A's stopped the scorching. I like the word you put in there. The scorching hot Astros, which... The Astros, their hot streak started with the freaking Yankees and Jose Altuve. I feel like the Yankees can't beat the Astros. They I cannot. They can't. I mean, the Astros have Verlander, who's a number one. They have Garrett Cole, who is a number one. They have, uh, well, the Yankees got diced up by McHugh, but his stuff is nasty. He's always been good, just couldn't figure it out, really. It seems like he's got it going right now. Yeah, I mean, it is what it is. Brad I mean, Peacock. Yeah, he's in the bullpen right now, but he's great. Um, Who's the? Oh, they got uh, Josh Suna's their closer, right? Oh yeah, yeah. When he's not beating on women, he's striking people out. Yeah, he. You know, he didn't get like anything for that. No, he is didn't. Addison Russell still playing for the? Oh Cubs? no, he's on the restricted list. I was gonna say. But he's still on the team. Yeah, I his think, his uh, overall in MLB the Show, like hit the basement because he's not good. He's bad. He was a good defensive player, but okay, he but hit. he can't hit. No, yeah. Remember when he was like, people were like, oh, this is like the next Derek Jeter. Yeah. So that means he's overrated. Mm-hmm. Oh, Yankees fans are going to be mad about that one. He, Derek Jeter is overrated, bro. So many people ask me that. Like, uh, some of the people I work with, they're like, so you're a Yankee fan, right? You like Derek Jeter? I'm like, no. No. Like, he was never even, like, my top three favorite Yankee. Bro, I Like, take... my favorite Yankee of all time is Andy Pettit. Mine is Jason Giambi. I like Giambi. Uh... But Andy Pettit, like, how do you not like a guy who, he never threw exceptionally hard, but he diced people. And then you get him in the postseason, he was virtually unbeatable in the playoffs. When he hit the playoffs, he was popping those HGHs. Oh, here we go. (laughs) Coming from someone who loves steroids. I do love steroids. So, I don't want to hear it. By the way, we made a mistake, speaking of steroids. I just want to say, sorry, they, that... T.J. Dillashaw's test against Cody Garbrandt never came back neg- or positive. He actually, he was tested. Uh, they went back and they, te- he was actually tested for EPO before those fights, and it came back negative. So he was he was clean, at least we think, in that fight. I doubt those it. Fights. He had to be, he's on something. Dude, you don't get that ripped. I'm sorry. So if we had any UFC news, that's the news, as I forgot to mention that. I, I heard it today that because Garbrandt wanted them to go back and retest it. mixed martial arts news? I just killed a half case of a... Uh, half case? You're, you're three quarters in. Three quarters, yeah. <laughs> three quarters in of a peanut butter wafer. Sugar-free, though. Yeah. Sugar-free. sugar-free. Yeah. So we're good. No diabetes on that's this a, podcast. That's a mixed martial art right there, bro. You got to train for that. Yeah, I agree. Um... It's okay though. No He's diabetes. Crunchy, on melty this. wafers and peanut butter. Um, so there's an issue going on in baseball right now that this podcast needs to address. Okay. What is that? So Tim Anderson yesterday hits a home run, pimped the hell out of it. Did you see it? Yeah. He turned. He flung the bat towards yeah. his dugout. He was just trying to help the bat boy out. Yeah, and. <laughs> And uh, next pitch, he got hit, and benches cleared. They did it the right way, though. They hit him in the hip. Yeah. I mean, all right. So this is coming from a kid who pitched in college. Um, I pitched in Little League. I will say this. 
If someone hit, I gave up a, quite a bit of home runs in my day. If I gave up a home run and they hit it well enough and they pimped it, so what? First off, I never even watched the hitter's reaction. I always turned to see how far it would go, truthfully. So I never watched their reaction. But if they pimped it, so what? Like, I need to make a better pitch then if I don't want to give up a home run. And so it's like, Grow up. Like, honestly, there are things that, that bother me. Rhino, oh, never mind. There are things that bother me way more than a guy hitting a home run off me and, and show and showboating. Like, one thing that used to drive me nuts is, like, a guy that would take, like, five years to get in the batter's box. Mm-hmm. Like, that drove me nuts. That would drive me more nuts than someone who had a home run and pimped it. Like, I don't know. That doesn't, that, to me, that's stupid. So, and it makes the game exciting. The MLB has this catchphrase. Let, let the, the kids, kids play. play. So I like how we timed that. That was that was cute. I mean, let let the dudes freaking bat flip. Who cares? Like if it's bothering you, if you're that butthurt about it, then you're not focusing on pitching. You're more worried about everything else. Like just you know who's bat make a better pitch. I love Yasiel Puig has the best pimp jobs. Dude, his and MLB the show is crazy. <laughs> his pimp job in that? Yeah, I haven't hit one with him. It's the it's the. Arm extended, chuck the bat. Dude, oh, I love Yasiel Puig, man. I mean, I, I like the bat flip. Like, so what? It's like, not that big of a deal. No, it's, it's, really, it's not. really not. And pitchers, you know, need to stop getting so butthurt. Like, and it's so <laughs> funny because I, I watched the video on MLB T, or, uh, at bat. And so when um, they ha- they basically merged the two announced teams together. So you had the Royals who were like, <laughs> it's absolutely ridiculous that Tim Anderson is is flipping his bat, and then you have the White Sox saying, "Really, real mature." The the <laughs> Royals pitchers hitting Tim Anderson. If you can't, you know, if you don't want him to bat flip, then make a better pitch. So yeah. it was so funny because they're totally funny. contradicting each other. I thought it was hilarious when Ned Yost and Rick Renteria went at it, dude. Oh, I didn't even field. recognize Renteria because yeah. of his he's got facial hair now. Yeah. He looks way different, dude. He was sh- he was like Holtner. Yost was like posting him up. But Renteria was yelling the whole time. He's like, you don't want him to flip the bat? Then get him out. He was just, <laughs> I mean, that's good cause. Like, that's a good reason. We need to start a clubhouse fight league. We always talk Ooh. about fight leagues. So dude's got issues. We got three fight leagues now, Yeah. Dude. Bum fights. Tim Anderson and Keller. Old MMA fighters and celebrities. I think, no. It, it wasn't bum fights. It's celebrities, old MMA fighters, and now this. Club yeah. fights. Clubhouse fights. I'm so down. two dudes got issues. Boom, right in the ring. I want to see John Carlo fight uh, Aaron Judge. No, I think you got to be different teams, though. Why is that? Or we could get a players versus umpires. Ooh, Angel Hernandez is getting messed up by everybody. everybody. Yeah, no one likes him. No. Oh, man, yeah. I would. Ooh. I want to see Jim Joyce versus <laughs> Armando Galarraga. <laughs> <laughs> Holy God. You That's think, the best one. You think Galarraga still holds a grudge? Uh, his career is over, <laughs> so yes. <laughs> wow, that'd be pretty. That would be good. Uh, also, we could have, oh, you know be good? Commissioner's Fight League. What are you going to have, Bud Selig in a wheelchair fight? He's not even the commissioner anymore. No, no I'm that, saying that's Manfred what I'm saying. versus Goodell. Oh, you mean like, I thought you meant like past guys. I was like, you're going to call Paul Giamatti's dad up from six feet under and fight <laughs> Bud Selig? No. Oh, man. That'd be pretty dope. I think uh, I think Roger Goodell whoops everybody. Well, I think Goodell would kill Manfred. Manfred looks like a pushover. Actually, you know what? I take that back. Dana White would obviously win. Yeah, he used to box. So I would. I hope he would lose though, to the yeah. weakest link. 
Oh, Adam Silver? Yeah. I, I would love to see him just... <laughs> imagine, imagine... Just, yo, Adam Silver coming out <laughs> peace in Dana White. Yo, imagine he, a spinning heel kick to Dana yo, White. That'd be crazy. <laughs> oh, oh, man. man. If anybody hears these ideas and want to pick them up, just let us know. We'll trademark it. Yeah. You guys can have it. Uh, yeah. Oh, my God. That'd be freaking amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Thinking about it now. Like, imagine... <laughs> imagine Adam Silver in, in judo shorts... <laughs> Just one old, pasty, saggy white dude. <laughs> oh, my God. That is absolutely nuts. Oh. I also read that... Uh, th- so, I think Manfred's um, contract runs out soon. It's, yeah. Some people were saying they want Adam, Adam Silver. Silver yeah. yeah. I think a lot of people don't like Manfred. Because no. he's, trying to, ch- he's adding, trying to add so much stuff and yeah. trying to change the game so much. He's such a pace of play guy, which I like... So there are games that are way too long, and especially coming from us as Yankee Red Sox fans, mm-hmm. those games take forever. And I, I don't think it's really changed the game yet. But no, like, I haven't seen a difference really. If they add the pitch clock, though, could change it a little bit. I like the the mound visits thing because I, that takes so much time. Sometimes catchers abuse it, man. Gary Sanchez, perfect example. He's yeah. always abusing that stuff. Because so. he can't speak English. He doesn't know what the hell's going on. But I think that's part of the reason is there's such a such a language barrier because, you know, it's like the, the Hispanic dudes in baseball, like, I will say, I give a lot of them credit, a lot of them do learn English pretty fast. Yeah. Um, which is difficult because they say English is the hardest language to learn. Yeah. So I give them credit for that, but you know, your first come up, like Glaber Torres is still young. I bet you he doesn't speak the best English. And Isn't he so, from Brooklyn? No, that's like oh. Batances is from Brooklyn. Oh, oh, and Manny Machado. Yeah, my, Machado's my from Florida. But oopsie. But uh, yeah, so I mean that's that's difficult for those guys. What's the score now? 5-1. 5-1 Royals. Who's pitching? Is Top that uh... Chad Green. Oh, God. Chad Green's been bad this year. Um, He's a weird-looking guy. Also, Tim Anderson had some beef with someone on Twitter. I can't remember who it was. Who? Some pitcher came out and said... Um, oh, it was Randall Gritchick. Yeah, oh, yeah. It wasn't even a pitcher. It was Gritchick. Bat flips are getting out of control. And... Uh, Tim Anderson was like, "All right, why don't why didn't you throw an at or like a or something, put a name on it or something like that?" Because Gritchick just subbed it. He didn't. Uh, he didn't actually add. He didn't at. Yeah, Tim he didn't Anderson. add anybody. He yeah, I saw that. He was just subtweeting people. Yeah, <gasps> come All on, right. man. You guys make enough money where you can protect yourselves. I like Tim Anderson. At people. He's like the best player in baseball right now. Dude, he's mashing. We yeah. forgot to do another uh, do or die segment on this one. I was going to do it today and I didn't, but we'll do it next do week. Do it on the fly. Yeah, I know, but I like to put it on Twitter so people can vote oh, okay. and then review it. Gotcha. So we'll do it. We'll do it next week. Um, so with we so we we should have added this before, but before or with um, Chris Davis signing an extension. Do you think Anthony Rendon signs an extension well, or will he hit free agency? He's also, you know, he was one of the top two free agents that we talked about last time with Davis and obviously Rendon. Um, I honestly think they re-sign him. And next year's free agent class is just going to be garbage. It's going to be Yeah, it's basically going to be like all role, minor role league players. players. Yeah, it's going to be minor league guys. Now, or if you're Rendon, do you say, look, I'm the only guy on the free agent market. I'm the prize possession. Depends. Who needs a third baseman? Who's going to be willing to drop that money? Red Sox need a third baseman, but they're already by the luxury tax. Okay, but if a third baseman puts them over the top... 
They got too many holes. Too many holes. I think pitching is their need, and that you know what's I'm tough? gonna disagree with you. Not bullpen pitching. No, they're, gonna, they, they need, need bullpen they, pitching. Yes, their bullpen's actually been decent. Brian, well, Ryan Brazier just gave up a grand slam. Yeah, I know, so. but up until that point, their bullpens, it's actually been the, their starting rotation that's no, had the problems. Yeah. And I blame that on the catchers because they're struggling calling games. Uh, I'll get into the Red Sox depth later because I'm going to bring back um, the uh, Blake Swihart topic later on. All right. Um, I just, if you're Rendon, you got to think about it because if you are the prize possession and you're the only one, the only guy worth talking about on the free agent market, there's a good chance you're going to land some good coin because. Yeah, like you said, especially it's the only one, you know? Yeah. I mean, I I don't know. Like, I'd have to look at it again, but I know that for a fact, Chris Davis and Anthony Rendon are probably one and two on the Well, JD Martinez could be a free agent as well. He could opt out. Willie, I don't know if he will. I mean, he might. if he mashes like he did last year, maybe. Dude, he will. I know the power's not there right now, but he's hitting like 360. No, yeah, he's already hitting for average. I mean, I think the power will come. We always see the home run numbers start to go up once it gets a little bit warmer and guys get in the groove of things. The first month, month and a half of the season is always a little slow offensively. But this is like record pace home run-wise now. Even Aaron Judge, though. Like, Aaron Judge only has four home runs. It's surprising because, like, Freddie Galvis has like six. Yeah. You know? I mean, the only the only power guy that's really doing work Cody is well, and Chris Davis. Yeah, whoa, that um, was roped. So, uh, David Price staying with the Sox says, "Yeah, he's staying with the Sox." But what? is David Price? He doesn't even hit, like he has an opt out, right? He does but, have an opt out, but it passed. It was last uh, season. I was gonna say, even if he had the option to opt out, he's not gonna opt out of that. No, nobody's gonna pay him thirty one million dollars. So, but he's been their best pitcher so far. So he is. at least he's he's living up to the money. Yeah, but his quote of saying that like if the Sox don't write the ship, that himself, Mookie, and JD are probably gonna get all traded. Uh that's not gonna happen. It's not gonna happen, but it makes sense because right now they're the most prized possessions, and they just re-signed uh, Xander Bogarts, so they're not gonna extend him and then trade him. The only thing is, all right, if the Red Sox really see themselves like. Starting to decline already, which those guys are all still young. Benintendi's young. Mookie Betts is young. You have JD locked up for a while. Devers is young. But if they really think that they're going to start going downhill, then okay, you trade them to get build your farm system back up. But I don't see them. No. I don't see them doing what the Red struggling Sox, like they dude, are. The Red Sox and Yankees don't need farm systems because they're teams that are always expected to win now. And this is where I'm going to bring up Blake Swihart again. A couple years ago, they could have easily gotten Madison Bumgarner for Jackie Bradley and Blake Swihart when they were both, like, hot topics. And they said no. Why? Well, I agree. You know what I'm saying? Like, you have the chance. Like, they won last year. It's cool, whatever. I'm, I'm with it. I said in February they weren't going to make the playoffs because they didn't address any of the holes on their team. They need a third baseman. They need a second baseman because Pedroia is just like Eli. You know, you need to find his, you know, the guy the next up. They need a center fielder. Well, they got fielder. Michael Chavis, right? They're probably going to trade him, honestly. I could see them trading him. But if they keep him, yeah, he'll play second. They need a center fielder, like a hitting center fielder. because Want Jacoby Ellsbury back? No, he can't field. <laughs> Dude, he hasn't played in two years. I know. But I'm saying, like, don't get me wrong. Jackie Bradley is amazing at playing center field. I get it. Oh, he's one of the best. But, dude, they could have, like I said, they could have traded him and Swihart and actually got something for him. Like, a piece they actually needed. Imagine if they did have Bungarner, 
They would bum, him, him and bum Sale. Garner. They'd have him, Sale, and Price. Three of the top lefties in the game. Who's beating them? No, I agree. And especially Bumgarner and Fenway, everybody goes oppo on him. Nobody's hitting a home run. Nobody. It's the same thing as San Francisco. <clears throat> um, but, yeah, they don't address the holes that they have. But at the same time, the Yankees, you know, were expected to trade Clint Frazier, trade Clint Frazier. And they haven't. Thank God they haven't. Yeah. He's been one of their, aside from LeMahieu's average, he's been one of their most consistent on-base threats, hitting the home run ball. Mm-hmm. He's a good outfielder. Sometimes he's a little too aggressive in the yeah. outfield, but he's young. Like, the, he doesn't have a lot of experience. My so. thing is, is, like, the Red Sox bank on prospects making it. They're too scared to pull the trigger to trade him because they know that they're going to be good. Well, it hasn't panned out for him in four, four occasions right now. You know? The only two good prospects they have had in the past five years was Travis Shaw, whom they traded away for Tyler Thornburg, who is god-awful. I have a better curveball than he does. <laughs> and... Uh, Xander Bogarts. Benintendi? Benintendi doesn't count because he was just drafted. Like, he's great. Don't don't get me wrong. I love him. He, and he's an everyday he's player. He's a stud. He's a stud. He could even play center field. That's what I'm saying. Like, these guys were expendable, and they still didn't do it. And now they have Chavis. Are they going to keep him, or are they going to trade him? Me, personally, he's not going to be that good, I don't think so. Maybe they sign Rendon. If, dude, if they sign Rendon, I'll be happy. And Rendon plays second. He does. I mean, I know Devers sucks. <clears throat> it's but time to give up on Devers. It really is. He's only 22. I don't care. He's, he's going to hit. He's going to come around and hit. He's lazy. He's Pablo. He's lazy, but he's, Pablo he's young. He's no, young. I don't know. I'd rather I, take an established guy that is in his prime than a young guy that we're waiting and waiting and waiting and waiting to develop. Uh, it's it's tough. Like, it is a tough call. Everything's negative about him so far. Like, yeah, he's supposed to develop into a stud. He almost led the league in strikeouts last year. Led the league in errors. This year he's not hitting anything. Still fielding like crap. The one Still thing, striking out at an astronomical rate. You know what? As much as... So, like, I will say I hate a lot of what the Yankees have done with the analytical stuff. Mm-hmm. But the one thing that they have done is get guys that for nothing... That are helping this team now. Yeah. Like Gio Urshela Ursh- uh, is a stud third baseman. Mm-hmm. And he's actually he's hitting over 300, which yeah. no one would have thought that. Uh, Luke Voigt mm-hmm. got him for absolutely nothing. But like, like, like I the said. The Sox, yeah. as invested they are, and, and Alex Cora comes from that, why aren't the Sox going out and, and that's what I'm saying. digging they, through the minor leagues and bro, seeing like. That's what I'm saying. They didn't address any of their holes. None of them. Like I'm saying, like all right. So they need a second baseman because Pedroia is not who no, he was. No, and he can't, he left the game last night early with a left knee strain, but he's okay right now. So there's, I guarantee you, there's a second baseman out there that fits the Red Sox mold that a team doesn't think highly of, and you know, like the Rays picked up that Diaz dude who was okay for the Indians, but he they knew that he had the highest exit velocity of anybody in baseball. Changed his swing a little bit, and the dude's mashing. <clears throat> The dude, Sox need to do that, and and Cora Sox comes from that background. I'm, dude, I'm going to lay out some guys that would turn the Sox team around completely. They, they would probably be undefeated right now if they had him. Josh Harrison was available. He's sucking right now. That's okay. And in a good ev- environment, he'd probably be very good right now. And he's a utility guy. Mm-hmm. Sox love utility guys. JT Real Muto was available. Yeah, but I don't know if the Sox had what... What, what the asking price? Probably not. But you know what? They probably could have, honestly, because... Derek Jeter's all about potential as well, so they could have traded freaking 
Yeah, Vasquez. Or no, they could have traded Blake Swihart. They could have traded uh, Chavis and Eduardo Rodriguez. Right there. Yeah, I don't know if that still tops C- Sixto Sanchez. Sixto's pretty nice. Yeah. He's only 19, too. Yeah. But I'm just saying, like, they had these opportunities, and they didn't... They definitely should have. They let Adovino sign with the Yankees, and Adovino was the top guy on their list. They didn't let him. He wanted to go to New York because he's from New York. Well, and then they let David Robertson go to the Phillies. I know he's struggling right now, and he's, he's hurt. hurt. But he lives in Rhode Island. Like, he's down the road. Come on. Like, they didn't make any moves. Yeah, None. That's Dombrowski's fault. Dude, like, yeah, I get it. You won the World Series. You were the best team in baseball. You're going to stick with your guns. No, dude, you got to improve. I think that... be even better than last year. The World team. Series hangover came from the management, not even the players. It really did come from the players. I feel like the management, like, sat back, smoked cigars, and just played golf all offseason. Like, they were celebrating the World Series, and the day before opening day, they were just like, oh, man. They're like, whoa, did we do anything? <laughs> he just woke up. I, he hibernated. That's what I'm like... The bullpen was a big issue. Um, the second half of the starting rotation was a big issue, other than Evaldi. So, like, the fifth spot, really. Uh, there was many guys that could have went in. Keuchel they could have gotten. He's, they could still get him. I think he, I think him and Kimbrell are going to the Brewers. I, yeah, we said that last time. Um, but, like, there were so many moves for them to make, and they didn't make anything. Dude, look at the Rays. They have, like, nine second basemen. The but, Red Sox could have easily ver- traded for one of them. Lowe is versatile. So is Joey Wendell. Wendell. So is Matt Duffy. Yeah, all those guys can play so many positions. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like, the, the Rays probably are going to have to get rid of one of them once Wendell they, comes off the DL. They're not going to trade him in division. You never know that. Why don't, the, why don't the Red Sox pick up Brad Miller? They could. As that's what, like They don't exploit these opportunities. He, went, he won un, unclaimed. Yeah. So go pick up Brad Miller. Like, he's he's better than... Bro, they had Brandon Phillips. Like, he was old, but he balled out for, like, the 10 games. Yeah, he, he, he had some clutch hits. He did. I I just don't get it. He's chilling, Brandon Phillips. He's not retired, though. They're not going to bring him back. Because they're all in on Petey for some reason. They're 35-year-old... Sec- they, I just, like, came to light of this the other day. I love Pedroia. I've been trying to, like... Defend him just like I defend Eli, but it's time, bro. You haven't played more than 130 games in five years. And he hasn't really been... Honestly, he has not had a really good season since, since he won MVP. MVP season. Yeah. And I like... I Even though I'm a Yankee He's always fan, been phenomenal defensively. I like Pedroia. Like, he's that gritty, undersized, underappreciated when he was in the minors, like, guy. And then he got to the bigs, and he was the heart and soul of that Sox team for... It's a couple of those early World Series. Like, I like Pedroia, but, you know, like you said, it's time. I mean, even if they would have kept, kept Kinsler, Kinsler, yeah. Kinsler's not even playing. Yeah. He's in San Diego chilling. Yep. Yeah. Right. Socks. And just, I mean, just. They could have got Jung Ho Gong, bro. Like, come yeah, on. He's balling out, too. That's what, they didn't do anything. <laughs> they did nothing. Fresh out of jail, <sighs> mashing the baseball. They did nothing. Um, and just to stick on the Yanks and Sox, since we're already on it, obviously the Yankees swept the Sox two games. Um, Gardner hit a grand slam yesterday to basically win the or to win the game. Um, we talked about the fog machine. Excuse me. They had the what? <laughs> <laughs> I said we talked about the fog machine already um, with the strobe light. That's just ridiculous. It's April, man. I agree, but. It's it's kind of like I I get I don't think they're doing it to like show up the no, socks. No, it's definitely like a team bond. And they're thing. doing it to like like Aaron Judge said is Judge said he's like it, it is a stressful game. People think that you know playing baseball 
as a, as a job is great. And it is. It's great. I mean, yeah. you get paid lots of money. But, but you're on the road half the and year. And you're under such a spotlight. Like, those... Especially in New York? Yeah, like, you know, every day is a constant pressure. So it was more so something to kind of have fun, alleviate that pressure, and just kind of... Yeah, so... I get why they did it, and they on what I did hear though is it wasn't even intended to be found out. It, what happened was uh, they mismanaged how long they were doing it for, mm-hmm. and media had come in then because it was media time, and it leaked out in the media. It wasn't even meant to be found out. That's another thing, like the media, dude. They're hounds. Yeah, they want every chance they can get. We're considered media. True, but we don't get passes, and we um, wouldn't be like that. No. They, like, hound players for comments. They try to, like, twist their words into saying something they don't, and they're just always in their face. Well, everyone wants to, the, the groundbreaking story. I wouldn't story. be able to handle that, man. If I was, a, a like, a pro athlete, I would honestly probably come up on some assault charges. I'm just here so I don't get fined. Yeah. Or, next question, please. That's a clown question, bro. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, even, like, something like that. That blew up. Mm-hmm. Uh, and May May, when he said meme. Mm-hmm. Good old Bryce. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, socks. God, I can't stop yelling. I haven't even yawned yet, so it's not my fault. Um, and then another Yankees news. Severino's out of baseball for another five weeks. And Batances is also out for longer, too. He had a bone spur in his elbow. Oof. But the Severino thing, like, everybody downplayed it. I, I had a feeling it was going to be serious. Every time it's a shoulder, it's something serious. It's not, yeah, it's not going to just go Especially away. when they say something like impingement. That's definitely going to be something serious. Uh, At got, least it's no tears or anything. He's out for... Yeah, it was. It was a partial tear. Oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah. yeah. Um, he's out for five weeks, and then... Like, he can't pick up a baseball or his glove for five weeks, and then he's going to start activities after that. And that's just rehab he's going to start. Yeah, and the Yankees have no pitching prospects, dude. Chance Adams is getting lit up. What about uh, the lasagna guy? Oh, Lawasaga. Honestly, I didn't think he'd pitch too bad. Like, he didn't win the games he was pitching in, but, like, he would make, like, one or two mistakes and give up a home run. Like, he's got really good stuff. He's just still young. Um, I like Herman a little bit more, even though he got hit around today. Keiko's still available. He doesn't fit New York. No, you're right. He probably gives up bombs. Yeah, he just he doesn't fit. I, I said it before, and it was when one of the episodes that you were you weren't there. I, I love Keuchel. He's always been one, he's been one of my favorite pitchers in baseball, but he just doesn't fit that New York. He would fit perfect in Milwaukee. I really think he would. Him and and Kimbrel would fit great there, in my honest opinion. So I think that that's a good spot for them or San Diego. I think San Diego is a good spot for them as well. You think um, Kimbrel goes back to the Padres? Didn't I, work out the first time. Well, I think it's not more because of his doing. But. I think it's more likely the Brewers because they've had some injuries in the back end of that bullpen, and Jeremy Jeffries has been horrible. Yeah, the Mets are still tied in on. Uh, yeah, on the Mets. The Mets. Well, yeah, because Jason Vargas is He's terrible. Gone. You mean to tell me there's not another lefty out there that, dude? They should. They should have signed Gio Gonzalez. He would have been better. They honestly should have kept Rafael Montero and just let him play. Yeah, I mean, I. Jason Vargas is bad. He is very bad. I didn't even realize he was still in the rotation. I didn't even realize he was on a team. I thought he like was done. I honestly would have kept Matt Harvey instead of Jason Vargas. I think I rid of Harvey for other stuff Media than his reasons. baseball. Yeah. I mean, he wasn't performing well baseball wise there, but like it had to do. How's he doing for the Angels right now? I think I thought he was hurt last time I looked. Again? 
Poor guy. Let me see. Let me look it up right here. Matt Harvey. Harvey. The Dark Knight. Oh, man. First headline that comes up. It's getting really ugly for Matt Harvey. Oh, jeez. Oh, God. Apparently, he's not. Oh, my goodness. He is 0-2 mm-hmm. with a 9-6-4. Okay. Um, in 18 innings, he's given up 26 hits, 20 runs, 4 home runs. He's got 8 walks and only 14 strikeouts. Should have stayed in Cincinnati. Um, I mean, the Angels are terrible, but he is... He's got a negative .8 war. You can't go off a war <laughs> for a pitcher, man. Oh, yeah, you can. It's a stupid stat. Oh, shut up. They have war in MLB The Show now. Do they? Yep. Uh, they have batting war and pitching war. Oh, God. Anywho, do you think it's about time the Blue Jays call up Vlad Jr.? They need to already. Well, I'm hoping they don't because they, so in the league they play in, he comes to Lehigh Valley and Scranton all the time. I'm really trying to get to a game that he plays in. Because so, he just had a home run into the park. He had one line. today, I think. Another one today? It was, yeah. He's been mashing. Dude, listen to this. Through 1,055 career minor league at-bats, his numbers are almost identical to his father's. Mm-hmm. So Vlad Jr., in his minor league career, has a 332 average, 42 home runs, and 206 RBIs. His father, 343 average, 45 home runs, and 184 RBIs. It's like wicked close. It's insane. Dude, Vlad Guerrero Jr. is an absolute tank. He is. Um, but I don't know if they'll call him up this year because they suck. Uh, so that's when you call them up to bring in the crowd. Uh, yeah, I I agree. I think they should call them up, but I'm hoping they don't because I really want to see him play. Yeah, I mean, there's a good chance I'll see him play because I feel like every time I go to a Yankee game, it's Yankees versus Blue Jays. Mm-hmm. But and I'll probably see him play at some point. But I don't know. Like I'd rather why not drive 20, 30 minutes down the road here and go see him play at Lehigh Valley. Like that'd be freaking awesome. That's true. And he's and they they shorten their porch. Like they have a. Their left field is short. Really? So he would hit bombs. Would they shorten it to? Because I know the bullpens used to be out there. Yeah, but they they moved it up because they added fan seating and left. Oh. Like in front of the bullpens. Really? Yeah. So what's it now? Like three ten? It's like yeah, three ten, three fifteen. Oh my god. Dude, he would hit bombs. That's a little league field almost. I know. So I think it'd be it'd be pretty cool. Another quirky stat for you, Joey Votto. Dude, this is amazing. Through 6,827 career at-bats, flew out to first base for the first time in his career yesterday. That's nuts. That's in, that's insane. Yo, Joey Votto is like the king of crazy, like mind-blowing mm-hmm. baseball stats. Yeah. Like there was something with strikeouts before, um, and then you got the pop-ups. Uh, he, he, he's got like... The least amount of infield pop-ups yeah. in, like, the history of baseball. It's insane. Um, yeah, it's absolutely nuts. Joseph Harvey, is that Matt Harvey's brother? No. Oh. Dude, he's good, though. Is he? You didn't see the, him, his dad, like, so there was a big thing with his dad. Uh, his dad was there, and every time he threw a striker got out, he was going ballistic on his first first <laughs> time with the, Yan- uh, the Yankees when they were Speaking in of dads, I know this is, a, like, what I'm bringing up is a topic we never talk about. But it's college football. Tua Tagovailoa, the Alabama quarterback, his father 
Bro, he was crazy. He still is. So I was listening to the Howard Stern show the other day, and they were airing like all like the college game day story background on Tua, and this dude's dad forced him to be a lefty like Todd Marinovich. Um, not like that wasn't the influence, but like his dad did the same thing to him. He used to beat his kid whenever he threw an interception, whenever he had a, a game under two hundred yards passing. Anything, any turnover, any bad passes. If he like completed under like sixty percent of his throws, he used to beat the crap out of his kid. That's crazy. Yeah. Damn. But insane. And like they're playing all this somber Hawaiian maluka luka music in the background. <laughs> like everything's okay. Like they're like encouraging child abuse for a successful star. It was insane. Like nobody said anything bad about it. Just went completely under the radar. I heard that Kyler Murray's dad's crazy too, yeah. uh, not not to that extent, but I heard he's been compared to kind of like Le- like a Lavar Ball. Oof. Like he said, apparently like his dad dictates a lot of like what's happened in his yeah. career so far. Dude, and Tua wanted to go to USC. He didn't even want to go to Bama. His dad was like, "No, you're going to." Bama. Why would you force your kid to be a lefty? How many lefty quarterbacks have made it in football? Exactly, my, Steve yeah. Young. He Michael made him, Vick. dude. He made him a lefty because he's a lefty. His kid, his kid writes with his right hand. His kid does other things with his right hand. I do. His kid is completely right-handed except for throwing a football. He throws a baseball right-handed, but he throws a football left. It's insane. His father made his kid a lefty because he was a righty. I could understand maybe for or, baseball, lefty. but like football, like there's no literally sense, been dude. Steve Young and Michael Vick are two that come to mind. Other than that, I don't know of any. Tim of that. Tebow unsuccessful. Kellen Moore, unsuccessful. Yeah. He's an offensive coordinator now for the he Cowboys. Is. Yeah, uh, yeah. there hasn't been many successful lefty uh, no. quarterbacks. Uh, Mark Burnell was, I guess, kind of successful. He's lefty? Yep. Wow. Learn something new every day. Yeah. I thought Homer Bailey was lefty, too, after I watched five pitches. Yeah. <laughs> that, was, that was something else. <laughs> uh, I don't know how you got that. But. I don't know, bro. Um, last thing. So, last thing for the pod today uh ben gamble did so if you guys haven't seen this yet you got to go look it up on on twitter or wherever so ben gamble's pregame routine he has an unrivaled pregame routine and the, the way he does it is so cool it is. like it is he wastes about half could, the drink when he cleats it open but i wish i could be as cool as him so do you want to explain it so what he does is he takes a normal size red bull can pops it open like a shotgun beer off with, his cleat off his cleat and then he shotguns a red bull yeah, and it trickles in his beard. Yeah. This guy, unrivaled pregame ritual. He's probably going to have a heart attack later on in life from all the taurine, but uh, good on you, bro. We drink a lot of energy I drinks. I stopped. Did you? Yeah. It'll pick up again in the summer. Nah, man. After my dog's heart condition and everything. <laughs> they did a taurine test. That's what they're doing right now, and that's what's in energy drinks. Yeah, but how do dogs get that? Food. Really? They put mm-hmm. that in dog food? Why? Dude, I don't know, man. Um, yeah, but like one energy drink a day isn't probably going to hurt you. It's well, like the ones that drink two or three. I read a story, and I don't know how true it is, but I read a story. What the hell? Anyway, there's some noise in the background. That was another uh, moment of silence for Chris Davis. <laughs> <laughs> so you get in another home run. I read a story. This lady gave like an autobiography of her husband who died in his sleep because... He had a heart attack. Oh, I, like, re- I read that story, yeah, yeah. He had, like, a monster a day for, like, 30 years. Not, like, a monster every day, but 
It was like an energy drink for 30 years, and he died. I don't drink them that often. Like I'll drink, I know. I mean, I'll drink them like once every like. I don't know, man. Last summer we were pretty bad, bro. It we was, were, we tried like every color every day for per the like for the week. Well, no. <laughs> so this is what happened. Like I, I'm a coffee drinker. I have to have coffee in the morning. Mm-hmm. If I don't have it, I'm miserable. There's so, but, a, there, uh, but there's days that I forget to make my coffee or I don't forget like I'm a guy that has to have it done the night before or else I'm not going to make it when I wake up that's weird and so because I I sleep to the very last second Mm. um so if I don't have time to make my coffee I'm going to drink an energy drink in the morning or if like I'm seriously dragging like I am so tired or, or whatever like there are days that we work that I'm like Sitting there, and I'm like well, now falling have, asleep on the machine. We have an industrial Kyrig or Keurig. Keurig, Keurig. How do you say it? Keurig. I like Kyrig because it goes with Keikel. Whatever. So it'd be Kyrig. What Keurig? Keurig. 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 Okay. Yeah, but yeah, we have one now. Oh, do you? Yeah. Um, like a big boy one. Oh, it's a good one. Yeah, yeah. See, I have I I shied away from the Keurig coffee because it didn't taste the same. I love. Dunkin I make Donald's mine coffee. strong. I, I drink that. I drink with a lot of cream and sugar. But Yo, I, have you ever had blueberry coffee? No. <sighs> Amazing. Make your tits hard, man. It's great. Uh, I don't know. It doesn't sound too good. I'm a <laughs> Maxwell House kind of guy. You're I'm leaving. You're, <laughs> you're such a dad. I know. But yeah, I mean, so but I have one once in a while or if like it's if it's late at night and I want to stay up late or something like that, then I'll drink one. But other than that, I have one like maybe once a month. A coffee? No, an energy drink. Oof. You'll be all right. Big Bob just Snapchatted me. I wonder what. Brother Bob? Yeah, Brother Bob. I don't even know why I ask. I don't know why the other Bob would even be Snapchatting you, but... No, I don't know either. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that's going to be it for episode 41. I wanted to thank the uh, mystery caller for our first voice. I feel like we should play it one more time. (laughs) Yeah, we'll play that out to close the show. I'll see you later, everybody. Uh, yeah, so make sure you share, subscribe, retweet. And call the hotline. What's call the, the hotline. Uh, the hotline number is... We want your voicemails. Leave it's going to take a second for me to find it now. Because I, I, I have a hard time finding this number. It's Our number is... 424-272-2829. And you can find that on our Twitter page. So in our Twitter bio, you can find that number. So make sure you go and you check it out. Uh, promise you we will play it on the podcast. As we, will, we just did. And we will answer any question you have. So please, please, please call in. Leave us a voicemail. It'll be great. Maybe even next time I'll tweet out that we are going live and we're, we're recording. And then maybe we can get a call in the middle of the podcast. We can get calls. Kind of like we're on a radio show. What do you think? I like that idea. So we'll do that for the next one. All right, but... That's going to be it for episode 31, or wow, 41. Um, Make sure you share, give us a rating, all that good stuff. Um, And thanks again, everybody. Have a great holiday. Good Easter. Happy Easter. Happy Easter. Peace out. Uh, Yeah, hello. Uh, I'm calling the Bring in the Heat podcast in regards to the uh, Fat Man Combine. Um, You guys said you were going to do it. And I haven't seen any results. I was just wondering when you fat bastards was going to get around to that. Thank you.
Yeah. Oh, we fuck and yeah. dirty hop, I'm as happy as I can be. Uh. 